You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this uh, very exciting edition of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is a world's traveler. He's a PlayStation exclusive. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I believe this is the first international dork we've been doing. There's no doubt this is the first international dork. Davey's in Greece, for God's sake. I'm in the birthplace of democracy. Look at me go. (laughs) That's not a bad place to be. Or even the Romans or Greeks. We got that covered. So it's funny. I'm in a town called Nafling, which is the, if you've seen the movie Glass Onion, the scene where they get on the boat to go to the private island. Yeah. was filmed in this town. It was filmed not 100 yards from where I'm sitting right now. Pretty cool. So it's pretty cool. Yep. So I get to see that and walk out of the dock and all that good fun stuff. It was great. I love it. And it's uh, 4.17 a.m. local time in Greece. And dare I say, Ryan... Would this That's be correct. would this be the only topic du jour that you would wake up at this ungodly hour to do? Yes, or perhaps I'm trying to think what else. No, this is probably it. This is this is yeah. Maybe a Spider-Man movie or something. Maybe maybe a Spider-Man movie, but also like it would have to be pretty off the charts for me to get up at three, watch a, a show a season finale with bad internet, and then quickly talk about it and then go back to bed and get I have to get up at seven my time to go to Delphi. So so we will dive grind right, it out here. We'll dive right in. That's that's our commitment to you. And I said on Twitter, <laughs> you're you're earning your spite bucks. So if anybody wants to see a spite buck, he's earned it today. <laughs> All right, episode nine, the season one finale of The Last of Us entitled Look for the Light. And it is going to be all spoilers for the episode. Um we get a flashback. We get Ellie's birth and you find out that marlene was there or she was just moments later and Mm -hmm. see what happened with ellie's mom and the actress who played ellie's mom is also the voice actor for ellie which is a pretty cool tie-in did you think that this scene was necessary um this scene so playing all the down the dlcs for this this was hinted at but now you knew ellie's mom was a nurse you knew she died immediately after or very shortly after Ellie was born, but you never really got this story. It's not necessary, I don't think. I think it's it's kind of like I had Blade vibes with this, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't particularly care for, but one of the things that I, I really do appreciate is they brought in um, Ashley Johnson, the person who figuratively gave birth to this character of Ellie, and had that scene with them. But I also like that the 
the connection with Marlene was as strong as it was. So you just thought that Marlene just found her randomly, and that was, was not the case. I so I at first I was like, I don't think you really need this scene. Like you can kind of explain away how traumatic Ellie's birth was and like you know first moments uh alive were. However, I think later on in the episode when Joel is like he's like well this this just won't do and he's like you don't know what you know this means and marlene's like yeah i do like that's the one time where you're like okay i get it marlene clearly has a quite a connection she's known ellie's mom forever she was there she kept ellie alive would have been very easy not to do that and she's the one that brought her back to boston and made sure that she was alive so i again i don't know if the scene needed to be as long as it was or whatever but i think just the marlene impact is probably the most important part I think I got you frozen. I think I got you frozen now. Davey's working a, a tightrope on the Wi-Fi. So we'll just keep going. And if he can jump in, great. Um, so you get that long kind of introduction scene to Ellie, flashback scene. Then you get Joel and Ellie making their way to the hospital. And a lot of the shots are very reminiscent of the game. And you're kind of going through it. Looks pretty badass. Looks, looks like the game. I could be wrong. I feel like there was more parts that they kind of took out they kind of skipped ahead because one of my questions i had going into this was are they really going to be able to do are they going to be able to do the whole first game in nine episodes that was one of my big questions and they did essentially right and i don't know if you're back or not um, i'm back i i figured this might go better with the camera off perfect all good yeah you don't need to see me right now it's, so it's too late the uh were you surprised did they did they get to the hospital kind of quicker than you thought because i'm i haven't played the game in a while but my recollection was it took a, some doing wasn't there like a tunnel scene i'm like i feel like oh, I yeah. didn't think they're gonna be able to wrap it all up in nine episodes but they but they did yeah and it was one of those things like you, you're not going to show you know them fighting through tunnels and basements and you know different buildings and towns and all that stuff or not towns but neighborhoods um, I think they're kind of, those are kind of breaks in the plot. And I think that's, a, it's kind of a nice thing for a game, but not necessarily for a show, but it did feel like this episode was like super fast. I think it might've been the shortest of them. Yeah. It was like Am I not? three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely the quickest one. Um, it kind of went by quick. I don't want to say like game of Thrones, uh, final season quick, but I, uh, just from playing the game and I'm curious how people who didn't play the game how they took in this episode and some of the twists and turns that happened there because as somebody who played the game you're like you're waiting for it but they kind of jumped it kind of quick i just didn't think they were going to be able to do it all in one episode uh one of the questions from the chat from jay do you see ellie's birth in the game no um to davy's point i think we lost again davy but to his point it's uh alluded to it's kind of referenced but you don't actually you don't see it uh, Joel really opens up in this episode to Ellie about Sarah, like multiple times. And he called her baby girl in the last episode, which we referenced. And that was kind of a breakthrough moment there. Like they were clearly growing closer together, but that moment really got him just hammered the point down. And in this episode, he, I, I feel like, I don't want to say he cares more for Ellie than Ellie cares for him because you can see how attached Ellie was earlier like when she thought he was going to leave him or leave her 
uh, in Wyoming. You could tell how much she cared about him. But this one, it seems like they're laying on more thick with Joel. And he tells the story about like the shots and like where Sarah was. And remember, he wouldn't even talk about Sarah for a while. And now he's willing to talk about Sarah quite a bit. He talks about Sarah a lot. And Rye, how about the scene where Joel admits that like the the shot was him? Like he tried to kill himself, couldn't do it. And what like a really like deep kind of uh message or moment here was when Ellie says, Well, time heals all wounds. And then he's like, mm, Yeah, but it wasn't time. And then oof. It wasn't. I thought that was such a great line. Like that's not that you know. He's like that wasn't it or something like that. Yeah, that was such like a. I'm sorry. This now we're on the phone. So. <laughs> seems to be seems to be going better. We're grinding. Seems to be hearing me a little bit better, but um, we're grinding right now. Um, you know, I thought that was such a cool line, and and again, a thing that we never got in the game. We never got that story. I don't even think. Right. right? Am I crazy? Of course, I don't remember that. I don't think we did. I don't um, think we got that. But, yeah. 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 If you want, we could try like one more time because you're freezing up again. So uh, it's up to you. It's it's completely your call. You're the one that's up at an ungodly hour. Uh, but yeah, that that whole dialogue I thought was one where, um new for the show and good like that was one of the questions we had going in was the game was so good you could go shot for shot from the game and make an incredible tv show and then there were these these stories that they're like oh we're gonna do these these different things you're like "Mm, let's not do too many different things and the stuff that they've done different is really really good one thing that was in the game for sure and it was kind of shot for shot from the game was when they're kind of going through salt lake city before they had been captured and they see giraffes you just like wild giraffes just like hanging about and they go and feed the giraffes that is all ripped right from the game like that is exactly game stuff and it's just more of ellie and joel kind of they're they're bond they're 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 tied together right you're watching on the youtube you can see he's popping in and out and then just disappears then he's gone again and actually you might not believe this but we tested this earlier and i swear to christ that it worked better this afternoon we tried it we he's like i just want to make sure i can do this just so when we do it and you would think there wouldn't be a ton of assholes using the wi-fi at 4 20 in the morning in greece maybe i'm wrong Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a lot of people. So they're telling stories, and Joel's opening up to her. They're getting very, very close, and then they break the tension with some more puns, some good puns in there too. A couple of couple of good lines, uh, like with the green grape, say the purple grape. Like stop holding your breath, or whatever. Anyway, uh, then they get jumped. They get like smoke grenade. Then really excessive force on Joel. Like I think they had the situation under control. Well, maybe they didn't. You know, as you, as you sort of skip ahead, maybe they didn't have it really under control. You skip ahead a little bit later, and Joel kind of is a pretty dominant force. But anyway, they, the old butt end of the knife is just not good. Um, here I got <laughs> I got Davy's thoughts that I'll get to in a in a minute here. But 
they just blast him. He's on the ground. He's like, he can't see anything. And they just absolutely just pump him with the butt of the gun. And Joel goes down, wakes up. He's in the hospital. Uh, Joel is sort of told what the deal is. So he wakes up. Immediate response is, where's Ellie? Where's Ellie? They're like, oh, she's getting prepped for surgery. He's like, the fuck she is? And there's like two dudes there with guns and then Marlene. And this goes back to the first thing we were just talking about, like where the opening scene and Ellie's birth and Marlene's connection there. We were also introduced uh, from the in the show in the episode one with Marlene. So we saw Marlene like the, like big time Firefly stuff, and they're going to try to do it. And so Joel's told the deal. I honestly, as somebody that played the game, brag, I thought it was going to be a little bit more impactful. I don't know how you guys feel about it. And there's two different perspectives. There's the ones that have played uh, the whole game, knew what the story, knew where this was going to go. And then there's everybody else that just had no idea. You know, I feel like one of those Game of Thrones guys when like Red Wedding or something like that happens and you're just like waiting for it. And you're like, how's it going to go? How's it going to go down? And I thought it was good. I I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to get chills like during it and it didn't really happen. I was just like, okay. And then you see on Joel's face and he's like, Oh, the cordyceps is in the brain. You're like, okay, all right, here we go. So you figure out that they're going to have to like remove her brain for a cure. And so that is the question, right? If you, would you sacrifice and not to put it out there, but just let's say a loved one, just a, a loved one. Would you sacrifice a loved one in order to have a massive cure? And, you know, I think Davey and I even talked about this because we had played this game and it was during like early coronavirus, like early coronavirus, like people didn't know what the fuck was up, what, what was down. And it's the same idea. It's like, would you sacrifice loving? Like, nope. <laughs> like, nope. Maybe some would, maybe some wouldn't. Um, And Marlene's there. And so Joel's like, she's like, well, there's nothing we can really do about it or whatever. She's like, this is, you know, what else can we do? And he's like, Joel's like, I got something up my sleeve. And she's like, she kind of tries to explain to Joel like what Ellie means to her. Joel's not hearing it. Joel's not hearing it at all. So he does the smart thing. He kind of listens for it. They're like, just escort him out. And this is Marlene. Like Marlene's really not a bad guy, right? Like at all. And Marlene's like gives him a very uh, symbolic. She's like, here, take the knife. Get out of here. Take the two dudes, escort him out, give me any gruff, then you shoot him. But if he plays, if he just walks out, we're not going to kill him. Mistake on their part. Because he's walking down the hall, and it's a cool scene too, where he stops and he's looking at like the grid or like the map that like says what everything is on the floor. He's like looking at it. They're like, yeah, so we didn't tell you to we didn't tell you to stop. He's like, hmm, okay. I'm just collecting some intel. And then he goes down the stairs, stops again. Turns around, kills two dudes instantly. Now, this is a pretty wild part of the game is where you're in the hospital and you are, and it looks just like it. They did an awesome job making it look just like the game. And you're making your way through the hallways. And there was a couple of scenes there where they had, you know, a guy with a gun like behind like a second room in like a window shot for shot from the game. And you're making your way down there. Now, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me not being so great at the game took me a lot longer to go from uh starting with the first gun all the way to the doctor than it did joel i didn't time it but what was that like two minutes 
two, three minutes. I thought they could have, I, I thought they could have stretched that out a little bit longer. I really do. Again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad with how any of it turned out. Like, I think it's really, really good. I'll do, we'll do dork scores at the end. Davey just texted me his dork score. So we'll do dork scores at the end. But I thought it was really good. I thought it was, I thought it was impactful, but maybe not as impactful as I thought. Still super badass. Great job. Just mowing him down. Like super easy though. He just he just slices everybody down, picking up different guns. And that's one of the keys too in that game is you gotta like you gotta make shivs so you can stab, sneak up, sneak up on people and stab them. You gotta be collecting ammo. You gotta have your certain guns. You kill a guy, you grab his gun, you hope there's more ammo. So they showed a little bit of that, which was cool. And they just kind of go from boom, 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 boom. He goes all the way down. Then he gets into the surgery room and he actually stops, takes a little bit of a beat looks around and the doctor's like hey, how'd you how'd you get in here if, if a guy gets through to that degree and he's got a gun on him and he looks the way that joel looks would your first question be in a harumph go hey how did you get in here no probably not i'd probably shit my pants or say what do you need what can i do for you but that guy tries to play it tough doesn't go great for him. Oh, that was the other good line too. When Joel, the uh, he's like the the first, like the second guy that he killed in the hallway. When he's like, "Where is she?" and the guy's like, "Fuck you." He's like, "I don't, I don't have time for this." <laughs> he's fucking shoots him in the head. He's like, I, look, "I okay, great. We're not gonna, we're not gonna have a fuck you off here. We're just gonna, I'm just gonna kill you." Um, yeah, exactly. There was so the doctor gives him a little bit of gruff. You're right, Joshua is like that was reason enough. Like at that point. I know the doctor and the nurses had no idea. How many bodies did Joel have on him at that point? Just from that building alone. I'm not talking about the show or his life. He's probably killed more people than, I mean, we can even count. But in that building, two dozen, easy. Had to be two dozen. And he just mops the floor with them and goes through. Uh, he gets there in time and he gets Ellie out of there. Now she's all drugged up, but they obviously haven't sliced her head open and pulled her brain out. That would have been really kind of shitty, huh? That would have been kind of anticlimactic. Not as good of a game or a show. If Joel got the Joel murders everybody. One of the more badass scenes ever. She gets in there and her brain's just in like a bucket. Yeah, too late. Too late. So thankfully they didn't write it that way. Um, so he runs through the place, I think, kind of quickly, but still badass. We kind of knew what Joel's capable of. They kind of built you up to this. There was a reason why I think early in the season or, or the middle of the season, they had to weaken him because he is so fucking tough. Like he is a, he's a badass. Um, and then the way they go about the final part of it, where he's in the parking garage and he sees like a SUV or whatever. And then Marlene comes out and you're like, Oh shit. Like, how's this going to go? And then they, the way they shoot it is they have the two of them talking and then it cuts to Joel and Ellie in the car heading back to Wyoming. And you're like, I don't think Marlene would have just let you go. Cause Marlene's right where she's like, you can't like, how do you think this is really going to play out? But in Joel's mind, like he's right. And both of them think they're doing like what Ellie would want, but Ellie was never even asked, which is kind of fucked up. And also I think what we're going to, kind of unpack more in season two but marlene kind of hits him and i think joel for a moment realizes that she might be right where she's like because 
they really kind of hammered home earlier in the episode where Joel's like, hey, we can just turn around and go back to Wyoming. And Ellie's like, no, like, we're not going to half-ass anything. Like, we got to see this through. Now, in her mind, she's not thinking, like, she needs to die for the cure, but she is thinking that she could help bring a cure to this. So she's like, we're not, we just went all this way and all the shit that we've done in that last episode with the fucking cannibals. Like, we're going to keep going. And they do obviously and but ellie even says like i'll go wherever you want to go after this we can go herd sheep or whatever and marlene's like you think she's going to be happy knowing that like you kind of took that away from her it's kind of fucked that they didn't ask her i guess right like what where the fireflies didn't think that they would get the answer that they wanted i mean they probably just couldn't do it anyway right but i mean pretty pretty wild and so joel's like adamant like nope i saved your life and this is what we're doing and marlene's like you took that choice away from her where she she could have been the reason why there was no more infected ever again and like turning the fucking apocalypse on its head she could have been uh joel ever ready pulls a gun shoots marlene and also a fucked scene where he stuffs Ellie in the car. She's still passed out on the drugs. She, he gets out of the car. Marlene shot in the gut. So she's probably going to bleed out, but she is at a hospital. Now there's nobody working there anymore. Cause Joel murdered everybody, but she's like, stop, please don't blah, blah, blah. Like that whole thing. And then stone cold, Steve Austin, Joel's like, no, you're going to look for her. bang shoots her cuts back to them on the road again. And you're like, my God, this Joel, like, holy smokes. Like, I think we all appreciate the love that he has for Ellie, but just uh, a bit over the top. So then they, they, then, you know, Ellie comes to, they're still driving and they have a little bit of a conversation. The car runs out of gas or breaks down or whatever. And then they, they are close and they just keep marching to Wyoming. But Ellie already has questions like Ellie's like, what the fuck happened? And Joel's like, yep. Turns out you're not the only one. There's a, there's a bunch just like you and they're all, it's not going to work though. They're, they're not about that. Let me, let me stop you there. It's not going to work at all. And, uh, she's not buying it. She's definitely not buying it. So they're now, you know, a baseball throw away from Tommy's, uh, back in Wyoming and ellie's like is everything that you said true he's like yep <laughs> he's like touches his face or looks up i think those are the two tells aren't they when you're lying don't touch your face and don't look up <laughs> so everything you said about the fireflies is true yep oh yeah sure is so she's not buying it but i think at this point she's like what is she what is she really going to do now she also uh she also goes and and tells him the story and sort of revisits the episode um was it episode seven left behind which was also like a, a dlc for the game and she's like yeah the first person i had to kill was uh riley as the first person i had to kill like my best friend and we were both going to turn together obviously i didn't turn she turned i had to kill her and so Joel's like, um, all right. So like they've both completely opened up. Like, I don't think either one has a single secret anymore. Like he was, Joel was almost like oversharing about 
Sarah and talking about how those two would have been friends and this whole thing. Um, like what happened with him, like right before, and how like there's Fedra, that there was like these army little setups and all this. Thing. So they were they really kind of opened up everything. But as we head into season two, I think she's kind of I think she's questioned him a little bit. Maybe a lot of it. Maybe a lot of it. Uh Davy Eyeballs, aka Davy Grease. Or even the Romans or Greeks. Um, here's his, here's his, he, a quick little, and ne next time he's on, on like a real connection, he'll have a little bit more, but here is Davy's breakdown. Six out of six. Ah, laser beam. Better than fireballs. You pussy. Jesus. Uh, he says definitely wants season two split into two seasons. If you can spend hundreds of millions on mediocre dragon shows, you can do this. That felt like a real cheap shot at House of the Dragon, which I did not think was a mediocre show. I like House of the Dragon very much, but I am with them. The uh, season two should be split into two. I was surprised they were able to do game one in one season. I don't know about you guys, but nine episodes and with the last episode being 43 minutes. So it wasn't even, you know, full hour or hour and a half episodes. I thought I thought there was more meat on the bone and they kind of rushed through this. Still some emotional scenes, you know, uh, gravity, like the whole thing. But I thought it went a little bit quick. And if you played the second game, which I also fucking love, and I think Davey and I, at this point in our podcasting history, did a episode on that game. So by the time that game, or by the time a show comes out, if you haven't played or if you haven't listened to the episode, you can probably find it in the archive somewhere. I love that game. And that game's unlike any game i've ever played before where you play from a couple of different perspectives and not to give too much away for those that haven't you know maybe somebody that you think you're on their side then you kind of look at it from the other end and back and forth so how they shoot that season i don't know how they're going to do it but it could be incredible it could be even better than what we just saw here but yeah i'm i'm all pumped up for season two i think i'm gonna go so davy's going six out of six i think i'm gonna go five and a half out of six let me know in the chat what do you guys have for a dork score for season one of The Last of Us. And it was close to perfect. Like, there were some really, really good episodes. I still think uh, see, uh, episode three with the, the Bill and, or episode three, Bill and Frank episode was badass. Like, that was such a good episode. I thought the intro was a good sort of jump into it. Um, I actually thought the Left Behind episode was good. The the penultimate episode with the David and James and the cannibals was really strong. And I did think this episode was good, but coming at it when you already know what's going to happen versus it all being brand new to you. Uh, so let's see in the chat, five and a half from Jay hard, five and a half, uh, five and a half from CK Lamore, five and a half, Andrew B five from Chet, five and a half from Matthew four for Joshua. So Joshua's a little bit down on it. Yeah, I'm going five and a half. Davey's going uh, rock hard six. Actually, I don't know. I, you know what? Don't quote me on how hard the rocks were. I don't know if it was a full six. He said fucking laser beams, though. He didn't say fucking laser beams. Ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy. Uh, let's see some of the other comments in the chat. Uh, CK, I don't know if I'm saying it right. CK, L, A, more. 
I loved the show, best show of the year so far, but I thought this was very Game of Thrones in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some cheesy dialogue, he says, just reassuring these are the best friends. Yeah, I. this episode, didn't it feel like Joel was slightly out of character? And maybe that was the point. Maybe they wanted you to really, really hammer the point home about how close they are and how he's he's feeling. Um. Let's see. Joshua says it's horseshit explanation from Marlene that all infective must produce these signals and not all infect themselves again. Yeah, I think with any of these shows, you're going to get a little like this. The science might not all add up potentially. Uh, Christopher says, Keith, just start playing the game. We will all stay on the YouTube and watch the entire playthrough of game one. Oh, just start playing the game. You mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not a bad idea. I got to see if I have that because I, it was a PlayStation three game. Here's a little quick history about me. I was a PS one PS two guy. I had like multiple PS twos crap out. So then I switched over to the Xbox 360. So that's why I was a big gears of war guy. Didn't have the last of us. Cause it was a PlayStation exclusive. And then when I got the PS four, cause all my three sixties had the three rings and they shit the bed too. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm a PlayStation guy through and through. I don't know why I ever left in the first place. So I went to the PS4. The first game that came with it was the remastered version of The Last of Us. And I'd never played it, sat down, and just start to finish. The thing was incredible. I was, like, blown away by it. And then it was, like, years later where the second game came out. And that game is, I mean, it might be better. Like, it might it might even be better. It's long. And that's why I think if they're going to keep with the nine-episode uh, season it's got to be two it's got to absolutely be two uh let's see we got some more uh five and a half from tim five and a half from sean gregory's going between four and a half and five yeah they could have used a little bit more infected that's fair Allie's going five and a half jason five and a half uh but 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 yeah kevin's going with a uh jelly six hmm. like a gelatinous six Andrew says, really love the season, did the game justice. It did feel rushed at times. Can't wait to see what they do from here based on how great the second game was. Yeah, I kind of uh, agree with that completely. I got five and a half is a fucking good score, but the reason I'm not giving it a full six is there's a few moments I thought were going to be a little bit more like, oh, shit moments than they were. The acting was off the charts, though. Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey were great. They were great. Even going back to like the one-off or the one or two-off app, like uh, Tess, Bill and Frank, Marlene, everybody was really good. Um, yeah. Th- <laughs> Congrats on this new show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It, yeah. They can't, they can't shoehorn one uh, or the next game into one season. That would be wild. Uh, but there you go. There is episode nine. And so, for those asking, by the way, we'll get back to our normal episodes. We just sort of did these because we, w- due to the uh, birth of the Rich Keefe show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 p.m., we could no longer record when we normally could record, so we moved it to Sunday at 9, but it started like right away when this show was on, so we're like, all right, let's call another Audible, and as soon as the episode was over, we're just going to do recaps, but we're not going away from... You know, this week in Dork, Davies Video Game Minute, Pick of the Pod, Should I Have Bought This, all that shit. 
we'll do that coming up. We're, we're probably, and I know it's tough Sunday at nine because HBO almost always has a really good show there. So we're going to have to figure out what to do because like succession and whatever, but we'll, we'll figure it out, but we'll, we're going to go back to the standard, like hour long episodes, normal shows. And I'm also going to try to sneak in a scream six episode at some point this week as well. Uh, while Davey is still away because March is loaded with shit. We have all kinds of stuff that we got to hit on. So we will, we will get to it. Um, Oh, so Greg's in the chat saying that it sounds like season two or game two will be two seasons. Yeah, it fucking better be. Jessica Jones season three. No, I don't think it will be next week. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be either scream six, which may kind of come at you this week. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, and the great news. I think you should leave season three comes out May 30th. Oh, boy. So look for at some point. Um, Any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick. I would say early June for the I think you should leave season three episodes. We're only three months away from that. But we have a lot of other stuff to get to. But uh, again, that's our thoughts on the last of us. So, yeah, there's not going to be like one whole season episode because we did episode recap so there's eight different we we skipped the first one and then we did one every week after that uh so we'll get back to the normal shit starting next week you can uh rate review subscribe leave a review even if you left one before you can leave a new one leave a brand new one uh at dork podcast apple pod wherever you get your podcast you can check us out there spotify you name it we should we should be on there follow us on twitter and instagram at dork podcast uh, we are combining forces with at Rich Keefe show for the dork madness this month. And it's the best fictional athlete. So that bracket is up. The voting is live. Uh, it's on at Rich Keefe show every day. So you can vote to find out who the best fictional athlete of all time is movies, TV, video games. It's all in there. Um, what else did I want to, did I really want to say? Yeah, that's probably it. Check out the Rich Keefe show if you're if you're so inclined. If you're interested in sports, we also have a podcast. If you can't listen at night, you can uh, subscribe to that podcast and listen whenever the whenever the heck you feel like it. So again, hit us up on Twitter or um, I'm sorry on email as well, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any should I have bought this or your thoughts on The Last of Us, so that'll do it. Davey gave it the old college try. Appreciate him uh, trying from Greece. We'll get him on a more locked-in connection next week, I am sure. And uh, thanks for listening to this one, and we'll talk to you very soon.